This is a podcast from Rover. He's back for round two. Uh, round one was so good, and he's got a whole book full of this, the, the amazing yarns. He's a third-generation firefighter. Uh, all the way from the UK, um, although heaps of you listen from the UK, so mm. he's just down the road from you. Yeah, Welcome just around the corner, next door neighbour. <laughs> back to the podcast. Lee Hosey Pickett, mate. Good to have you back on. Oh, thank you for having me again. It's like uh, your, your radio royalty. It's, um, it's a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Mate, how's that? We're, we're literally antipodean outcasts of your homeland, and, uh, and, you, and you consider us to be that. I mean, the, the pleasure really is ours. Uh, and the reason why we got you on is because you have an illustrious career, like Duncan said, three generations of uh, firefighters, people that went in, risked their lives uh, for people like ourselves, although you didn't do it over here, uh, but people in your homeland of the UK. And uh, from that, you just get a wealth of... Of stories, but they did a police campaign over here called Better Work Stories. I don't know why they don't do the same for the firefighters. You know, like you really, you know, it's, you've come a long way. It's a couple of cats out of trees, and you know, damsels in distress. Uh, you've managed to collate these all into a book. Maybe they could pay you as part of the advertising campaign. You'd think so, right? They didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they should believe now. Maybe book yeah. number two, mate. They'll be all over it. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's obviously not all peaches and cream, is it? And some of those, uh, some of those stories you're accounting for us right now. One of those, uh, Showboss Teagues has said, was a, a lean into a bit of a nature-loving firefighter. Yeah, firefighters are um, uh, um, are. Uh, all animal lovers you know there are uh, we, we 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 do a lot of uh, rescuing of animals humanitarian services and you'll often find firefighters with a real soft spot for for wildlife um this incident happened a few years back um and we was called to a, an industrial blaze um and we arrived um it was quite a developed fire um and as we do we you know we pull the hoses off and we, we get it's um there are lots of moving parts um, and we all right, rely upon one another to do the, the the little jobs that we have to do to create this this big um, professional response, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the lads have, have run off with a hose reel to deal with uh, to deal with the fire. The officer in charge has gone with them, which leaves the pump operator to manage um, the resources and the water that the firefighters at the front line um, are, are using. Um, so they're, they're there, they're making good progress in fighting the fire and moving forwards. And all of a sudden, no pressure, no pressure on the hose. Now, the progress they've made is coming back towards them. And they're like, fuck, this is really, really hot. So the officer in charge has gone <laughs> running back to the, to the fire appliance. And Dave, the pump operator, is nowhere to be seen. And uh, she, she's like, fucking, where's, where's Dave? <laughs> So Dave has gone to find the nearest fire hydrant, um, which is where the pump operator will, uh, you know, turn the turn the pipe in, and and, and you'll have a, an infinite supply of water to your to your fire appliance. Dave's she's gone around the corner. Dave's ass up in the air. The builders crack showing for everyone to see, <laughs> and she's like, "Dave, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you doing?" He said, um, "Over breakfast this morning, Steve was saying he he wanted a frog for his pond." <laughs> and, da- and down in the down in the bottom of this hydrant is a frog and she's like are you fucking serious she said if you don't plug that water in and get us some water to that to those hose pipes 
Steve ain't going to need a fucking frog for his pond. <laughs> Steve ain't going to be around. <laughs> something, um, <laughs> something tells me old Dave's buddy ADH Dave. Yeah. <laughs> but he turned around and completely forgot what he was doing. He's going frog hunting. <laughs> Friggin' hell. So he thought, he just, he thought that they'd have enough water, to, you know, it would be tight. Timing would be tight, but he thought I could get the frog for Steve and get the water plugged in before they run out. Just yeah. once again, proof that men can't multitask. No. Like, this is another thing. You can't catch frogs and put out <laughs> yeah. flies at the same time. But very caring. Very caring we are. You know, we pick up on those little bits and pieces and nuances of life and make sure that our friends get looked after, which is great stuff. Uh, I'm going to lead you into this next yarn because this is an absolute beauty. This is a firefighter off duty, gets has a couple of too many brown fizzies and comes unstuck. So the hero of this story is called Roger. He's a very dear friend of mine. And, um, <laughs> Go up, fucking just say his last name. We do. We're, <laughs> we're a social bunch. You know, we, um, we, 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 we're a close bunch and we often, um, we often go out for a few beverage jars, uh, once, once or twice a year. Um, and we'd gone out, it was a Christmas do actually. Um, and we'd, we'd gone into, into, into London, um, and, Roger had got partway through the evening. He was an ex, um, I don't know, he was in the military, a guard of some description. And halfway through the evening, Roger thought, I'm having a great time with you lot, but there's a, there's a military bar not far from here. I'm going to go and see if I can bump into a few of my old regiment. He's disappeared and he never came back. Now we'd all arranged to um, go to the one of, one of the fire stations um, outside of London to, to bed down for the night. Um, so we were all still together um, and we'd, we'd put all our bedding into a gymnasium and we'd all got yeah. our heads down. Now about 3am, this fucking door of the gym burst open. <laughs> Here's Roger. He's fucking covered in blood. <laughs> he's got a cut on his head. He's got a fractured wrist. His jacket sleeves hanging off. His jeans are, are, are shredded and he's got a skin abrasion down his left thigh. And we're like, fuck. What's happened to you? <laughs> and he's like, quick, turn the lights off. Just hide me, hide me. I'm like, fucking hell. So he's said, uh, the story goes, he's, he's got to the end of the, his night in London <clears throat> and um, realised he'd lost his phone, he'd lost his wallet, but he's fucking miles from where he needs to be. <laughs> so he thinks, oh, right, I'll jump in a fucking cab. I've not got any money to pay for it, but I'll jump in a cab. <clears throat> so... We've got to close to the journey, and, and, and as, he, as he's getting closer and closer to his destination, he's thinking, "What am I going to fucking do? How am I going to? How, how am I going to get away with this?" And firefighters, um, by very nature of what they do, um, can sometimes feel a bit invincible for <laughs> <laughs> the very things that they get involved with. You know, nothing can harm them. They are as fucking solid as steel. So, Roger. In his, in his wisdom, we're driving down the road and he thinks about 400 yards from here on this road is a cut through alleyway to the fire station. So he thinks, fuck it. <laughs> At the right moment in time, he pushes the door open and rolls out of the taxi doing 40 miles per hour. Which is like 80 clicks here in New Zealand. Just under 100 <laughs> <laughs> he, he said... 
he completely missed the alleyway. He didn't realise the speed he was doing and how far he'd tumbled past. <laughs> and he said he, he laid there and said, like, what, what, what was I thinking? So he's hobbled down the alleyway and eventually came out opposite this fire station and, uh, and run in. And he's dived in. And we had to hide him because the taxis, obviously, he's given the description of where he lives. He goes, the taxis come into the fire station yard. Done a couple of turns in the yard to find out where this, where this fucking lunatic's gone. Um, and left, yeah. And uh, he, he, uh, he never had to pay for his taxi home. Cheers. Doing the old taxi runner. Like normally, like in New Zealand when you do that, and obviously now that we're a little bit older and more responsible, we, we can look down on younger people that do this yeah. as absolute pieces of shit. And uh, but most people wait until you get to the destination, then you run like through a park. You'd be like, "Yeah, man, it's just up here beside that like really dark alleyway or the park, or whatever." You don't jump out while it's still going. <laughs> Fuck! I hope he made. I fucking yeah, hope he made him. the road runner sound when he jumped out. Like me, me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just that 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 the idiot um the idiot thought process. You're like, shit. Which way is the road running? So, which way do I need to get my legs going to make sure that I match the speed? Then it's like a full beavers and butthead moment. You're like, oh, yeah, cool. Run the wrong way. Just roll yourself up into a ball. Brilliant. Absolute legend of a guy. There's nothing and, uh, like yeah, making we, you... we still We still talk about it fondly. There's nothing like making yourself feel like more of a piece of shit than losing your phone on a big night out, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you, you look at you, you wake up and you're like, oh, that's right. And you think, you know, what's a phone cost a thousand bucks? Yeah. And you look at the mirror when you're dusty as shit and you go, fuck, come on, Dunk. You're better than this. Not again. Just while we're in a safe space, there was, a, there was the national surfing competition, which was happening in Gisborne mm. the following day. And I went out and met up with a friend for a drink. And was going to basically jump in with some guys that were heading down. That's where you went wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is where I unraveled. You, you were tricking yourself from the start because you said, I'm only going to have one. Yeah, so anyway, a massive night ensued and we got punted basically from every... I was stuck with a mate of mine who's just... I mean, me and him together are like matches and petrol, just a shithouse combination. You know, great, but shit. And so we ended up getting booted out of all these pubs. And I woke up in the morning thinking that I was in Gisborne, uh, which was where we needed to be, which is about five hours drive from where I was, to my phone ringing um, from the competition director saying, your heat's in the water in an hour and a half. Where are you? And I'm like, mate, I'm five and a half hours drive away at best. And I woke up and I... I call it waking up on the sun. I was in white sheets, but I just had yellow from my head all the way down to my feet. I had pissed the bed and absolutely soaked the joint. I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. And anyway, so I was scrambling around. I was like, where's my wallet? Where's my wallet? Um, and managed to find my wallet uh, when I got a phone call from a mate of mine who's a police officer. And he goes, mate, you'll never guess what happened last night. Uh, somebody must have stolen your wallet, just done boot to bonnets over a whole row of cars, just running over them for like from the bonnet to the boot, just running all over them, and then smashed through 30 real estate signs along this road, and then they dropped your wallet. How lucky are you to find that we've found her? I was like, oh, no, shit. She's like, come and pick it up, you fucking maggot. Oh, jeez. It's nice that we've evolved into just beautiful, responsible yeah. humans, eh? That's Craig the Copper, who did the national anthem for us. Oh, yeah, okay. He's a good man. Oh, dear. Yeah, he, no, he was the one that found my wallet. He wasn't the one that I was with. 
Oh, <laughs> shit. Well, it's bloody, we always have a good yarn with you, Lee. We yeah. appreciate you for coming on the podcast again. I know you're probably going to ask. Whenever not, you need. Not for, you need. Uh, and this is for everyone else as well that keeps asking. Not for Adia is coming back. No, yeah. It's not like we're like, we lied to you and said we're going on hiatus. It's just been a slightly longer hiatus than what we yeah. anticipated. But we'll fucking sort it out. Yeah, she's slow moving beast, this. Yeah. Huh. You're familiar with the Titanic, you know? We're just, we're just keeping it off the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you need, there's a book full of stories. And, yeah. um, uh, and the paperback comes out on July sixth. Oh, hey, let's do an, let's do another catch up for that again. Let's do another one, shall we? Just uh, we'll get you okay. on. Okay, right, there's, uh, there's there's I think there's uh, I think I've asked for four copies to come to you. They're, they're already on their way. Oh, you fucking amazing! You've got, you've got advanced copies. Advanced Shit. copies. Yeah. You didn't even assign them, did you? Right? I mean, it's, fuck, it's probably asking a little bit too much. Uh, no, I can do. I'll get them to, I'll get them to come here first. Oh, you can. If you've already seen them, don't worry. How's that? It's how's a that? massive pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, that's right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> or that, either that, or we can bring them back over to you to the show from uh, the UK for a little bit. What do you reckon? Fuck on that's now. another that's thing. Cool, right? Yeah. But it's another thing we've been working on in the background, sort of just fucking. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of things we've been working on, mm. and a lot of things we can't get an answer for straight away, mm. which is where our uh-huh. hands are tied. Yeah. We're gonna get some pretty. We're gonna get some fairly significant um, movements in the next. Oh, well, as of tomorrow, and then in uh, two weeks' time as well. So, a little bit more, a little That's bit cool. more, a little All bit right. more pressure to build some fucking diamonds over this side of the world. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you if you need me to come there, I've never been to New Zealand, so I'd love to.